Hey guys, and welcome back to Who Are We To Judge, where we're definitely in no position to judge, but we're still going to. I'm Frances Wheeler. And I'm Kimmy Duong. And we have a lot to talk about this week since we missed an episode last week. We're going to get started with a little bit of a longer weekly recap, and then we're going to talk about some updates in the TV and movie world, and then we're going to talk about the Grammy nominations, and then we're going to play a game with our guest, Sam Marquise, who is going to be joining us a little bit later. So let's get into it. All right, so a lot happened in these past two weeks. We're going to start off talking about Demi Lovato. So she recently just made it insta-official that she has a boyfriend, Austin Wilson, and we think that they met by having a mutual friend who passed away this past year of a drug overdose, and so we think that that's how they met. And then also with Demi Lovato, Sean and Camila Cabello sent her flowers and said that she inspired them when they were younger, so... That was interesting. I thought that was nice. Her boyfriend is ugly. Um, <laughs> I really hated Mike Johnson. Johnson? Yeah. Johnson. But he's a lot cuter than this guy. Yeah. I don't think he's that Same cute Same with Wilmer. So. I thought Wilmer was cute. No. Like, yeah, yeah. Wilmer's so cute. Yeah. And they were and so they, cute. They were so cute and they dated for so long. I yeah. thought they were going to get back together, but... Yeah. So next, Sean Mendez remix of Taylor Swift's Lover. I know Francis didn't like it, but I really liked it. I liked it. I just liked the original more. I've been like switching off. The radio usually plays Taylor Swift's version, so I listen to that. But I like the vocals in the remix, so I like switch off. But yeah, I like it. Yeah, and then her ex-boyfriend John Mayer actually did a cover, sort of, of Lover as well, mm-hmm. where he like changed the lyrics yeah to be um, funny i thought it was kind of funny there's a video of john mayer and sean mendez actually making fun of some of the lyrics and people were like oh they're shading taylor swift like didn't sean just record with taylor swift like why is he doing this but it was just like all in good fun yeah i didn't think it was mean but he was making jokes about how everyone leaves their christmas lights up until january so (laughs) it's not an original line (laughs) and then big drama speaking of taylor swift she has really been (laughs) attacking the big machine label who has Scooter Braun and Scott and she basically posted this long thing telling her fans she didn't know what else to do and so she was asking them to plead with Scooter and Scott about her being able to perform her songs at the AMAs Mm -hmm. but then all of her fans started sending death threats to them yeah you saw Scooters yeah yeah so like I don't get when people celebrities do this especially people with like Taylor Swift is in, like, the top five most Instagram followers in, like, the world. There's, like, certain people, BTS, Taylor Swift, people who have the most annoying fan bases. Yeah. Like, Ariana Grande, like, I don't even know. These people who have huge, super-duper annoying fan bases. Taylor Swift, when you say, like, please go, like, ask Scooter and all this, what do you think they're gonna do? Like, they're gonna She knew what she was doing, I think, 100%. Like, you when you like do these things like you know people are gonna attack the other person and when you make it completely one-sided that person is in the wrong whatever like obviously people are gonna go attack him i also am confused because scooter and scott both said that she was always allowed to perform her songs legally yeah so why i don't like they made it seem like she was just pulling this out of nowhere yeah and it's just so insane i just don't even know and she's made no comments since yeah then. she, like, she no, needs to apologize no for statement, sending no her apology. fans on them i just don't even know but i guess we'll be seeing a medley of taylor swift at the amas yeah it should be good honestly but i just think it she's really good but she's dramatic and she loves to make it as if she's the victim a lot all these men are like and all the men she's dated are just villains yeah i don't yeah. know i don't get it Speaking of a man who's not a villain, John Legend was voted People's Sexiest Man Alive. After Blake Shelton was voted People's Sexiest Man Alive. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I don't trust People Magazine with that, like, there's no reward for being People's Sexiest Man Alive anymore, you know? I forgot that they voted Blake Shelton. I think that John Legend is People's Cutest Man Alive. Yeah, he looks like Arthur. Yeah, he's like so precious, so sweet, like seems like a great husband and dad, but I wouldn't have voted him the sexiest. He is definitely sexier than Blake Shelton to me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think it's funny, the aftermath of everyone saying he literally looks like Arthur and (laughs) like all these things and then Chrissy Teigen like fighting back and like doing all these things. I know. I thought her comment about achieving her goal of boning the sexiest man alive was funny. And then she like changed her Twitter bio. Yeah, like that's funny, but it holds no like, I don't know, reward or anything. 
Totally. And then Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are skipping the Queen's Christmas festivities this year to spend Christmas as their own little family unit. They made a statement a few months ago where they said that they would be spending the holidays in California. So it would be Archie's first time to the States. I don't know why some people are making a big deal out of it because they're like, you should be spending it with the Queen. But I feel like that's a typical family thing. You know, sometimes you spend Christmas with um, the husband's side of the family and then other times you spend Christmas with the wife's side of the family. I think it's a big deal just because no one in the royal family has ever done that before. Like, William and Kate have always spent Christmas with the Queen, even if they spend some time away from her. And so I think that they're, especially because they're spending it in America of all places, I think that it is a big deal for the royal family. Yeah, I am a Meghan Markle hater, but... (laughs) I thought we said we liked her after we saw the documentary Uh, clips. I have sympathy for her. Okay. (laughs) I don't like... I'm not, like, in love with her. But... What do you, like, expect? She's, like, the first American. Archie, like, deserves to, like, be in the States. Like, he's already in the UK most of the time. Like, literally 98% of the... I mean, he's never been to the States. And he'll spend the rest of his life being in the UK, mostly. So, like, I feel like he deserves, like, the chance to get to know his grandmother and, like... Totally. Being California. Like, see where his mom grew up and stuff. Do you think he'll have a British accent or an American accent? So, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. So, Emily Blunt's British. They said, like, their children or child grew up in the States. Growing up, their daughter would say, like, water, like that, mm-hmm. like, with an accent because before they went to school and, like, were, like, yeah. immersed into, like, American school. But, so, like, Archie will go to school with, like, George and stuff like Mm -hmm. he'll go to school with like British kids so I feel like maybe he'll say like certain things with an American accent while they're just at home with Megan but once he goes to school and like works and like is in clubs and stuff obviously he'll have a British accent yeah I think that'll be interesting to see what he sounds like I've never known anyone I guess apart from Emily Blunt's children like I don't know of anyone who has one parent and yeah yeah that's cool though Kylie Jenner. So Francis and I were on our way back to Waco when we got this breaking news. Kylie Jenner is selling 51% of Kylie Cosmetics to, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm just going to say Coty for $600 million, which confirms her status as a billionaire. She's getting a little bit, she's getting a lot of praise. She's also getting a little bit of criticism because people are like, never sell 51% stake in your company. This could hurt you in the long run, um, legally. But She'll still be head of marketing initiatives for, like, because obviously her following and her social media, and then she'll be, like, the creative director still, coming up with, like, the names and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's insane that her business, which is only four years old, could be valued at $1.2 billion. I just think that is crazy. Like, how, that's so insane that she was able to do that in, like, four years. It is pretty insane. And also, hot take... Just because you started out as a millionaire doesn't mean it makes it easy to be a billionaire. Yeah. Think of all the celebrity kids who are, like, millionaires who, like, are still, like, just millionaires. Like, Kylie Jenner is 22 years old and is worth more than all of her sisters combined. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I don't know. Like, I I just don't get all the people who are, like, knocking her accomplishments. I do think it's a really big accomplishment. I do think that if she was a regular person like us and tried to start a makeup business, it would not be able to take off in the way that it did. So obviously her fame helped her, but she worked really hard to get there, so. For sure, but like, it didn't, like, to get from millions to billions is like, like, it's like. Totally. A huge accomplishment. Do I think she's self-made? No. I think, like, that's insane for someone to do. Kim Kardashian could never. Well, that's what they say is the difference between a million dollars and a billion dollars is almost a billion dollars. Like, it's 999 exactly. million. Exactly, so. and Kylie Jenner was worth the least before that. All right, speaking of the Kardashian clan, Kanye performed at Lakewood. We unfortunately were not able to go. It was a real bummer. I was online at 9.58 waiting for the ticket, and when they did, they were already sold out at 10. So that really was a bummer for us, but... But we heard it was great. Yeah, apparently it was great. Kim was there. North was there. Kim was dressed like an NBA player. Um, <laughs> yeah. Her suit was, like, maybe 10 sizes larger than yeah. it should have been. I don't understand what that style was. Oh, yeah. But it looked cool. Tristan Thompson is trying to get Chloe back, apparently. Yeah, he's, like, been doing a lot of things. Like, he's been sending her a lot of gifts, and he, like, comments on all of her Instagrams and tweets at her and all this stuff. 
And I just don't understand why he's still trying. Yeah, I don't doubt that he loves her, but he's not a good person. Yeah. So the Kardashians were mentioned during the impeachment trials. So if you don't know, like, that's huge. That's pretty huge. That is huge. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they were talking about when ASAP Rocky was held in Sweden in jail. And um, Donald Trump was trying to get them out and pleading with um, the Sweden person. Is it president, ambassador? I don't know. Whoever the head of Sweden is. Mm -hmm. is on the phone with him. And so they, like, did the phone call, like, the transcript. And in the phone call, the head person of Sweden was like, like, after this trial or whatever, you can pull the racism card and all that and we can try to get him out. And then he was like, but right now you can just tell the Kardashians that you tried. Oh my gosh, I did not know this. That is insanity. Yeah, and so who would have thought ASAP Rocky would be brought into this? Yeah, that is like crazy times we live in. Yeah. <laughs> like super crazy. The Kardashians are just making their way like international. It's like world worldwide. domination. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Bella Hadid posted a picture and she looked really good in it. It was like a model shot. And Selena Gomez commented on it and was like complimenting her. And then Bella deleted the entire picture. I know. And then Selena, Selena tweeted like, and was like, well, that hurts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think Selena's a little bit like Taylor. She can be a little bit of an instigator. That's why they're best friends. <laughs> yeah. She can be a little bit of an instigator. Like, you can be a good person and not have, you know, hold resentment or, like, grudge or hate your boy- ex-boyfriend's current girlfriend or other ex-girlfriend. But, like, to, like, actually comment and, like, talk to them is weird. I would never comment beautiful on my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend's post. Yeah. At all. It's just weird. Especially since, like, the weekend went from one to the other, back to one, back to the other. Right. You know, like, it's, I feel like it's weird. On social media, it's just not in good taste. Yeah, not at all. Dancing with the Stars. Obviously, Hannah Brown is on Dancing with the Stars, and they're in the finals this week. There was a little bit of drama before that because James, he, uh, so his wife, Kimberly, um, had a miscarriage, and he, like, dedicated the dance to her, and he's always, he's never been in the bottom. Like, he's always been, like, consistently really, really good. And this girl, I don't even know who she is, but she, like, was like, hey, let him stay. I'll go. Because he got voted off. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I think she did it for attention because that can never happen. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) he got voted off and everyone was really upset that Hannah was able to stay rather than him because everyone was like, Hannah doesn't have a good attitude. She, like, sucks. She, there was this one video where Carrie Ann Inaba, I think is her name, uh, they were doing a, like, dance, like a redemption dance from they get to choose a dance that they did earlier in the weeks that they, like, sucked at and then a judge will help them. And so she came and then was giving Hannah, like, some deep criticism. And then (laughs) Hannah, like, was about to have a breakdown and, like, started crying. And then Carrie Ann was like, here, let me give you a hug. She's like, I don't want to be touched. Whoa. (laughs) And then the fans were crazy at Hannah for that. So, like, there was just a lot of drama. And if she wins, I think there will be, like, an uproar. Yeah. I feel like she will win, though. I feel like she will win, too. Especially if this week is the finals. Yeah. Damn, I guess we'll have to see. I know, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, another thing. I think this is for our boy viewers. Um, All of you male listeners out there, we love you. (laughs) Our um, (laughs) listeners from all across the world. Motley Crue's back. Cool. Isn't that cool? Um, They, I don't get why bands do this, but they, like, ended after, like, more than 35 years touring the world. Ended four years ago. And, like, had this contract, and they're like, we'll never rip it up. And then they had this Netflix movie um, that went really crazy, and fans, like, younger fans, were, like, went crazy over them. And so now they're going to go back on tour. So that is two boy bands. Boy <laughs> yeah, bands, quote, unquote. <laughs> who have gotten back together this year, the first yeah. one, the Jonas Brothers. My mom was just telling me today about how she watched the Jonas Brothers documentary on the plane. And she was like, what do you think about it? And I was like, amazing, loved it. Like, so- literally, I don't Next know why one they I do need that. Is One Direction. I would just. Really I bet they love... will eventually. At least the four of them. Yeah, I, I really, really hope. I so. think it's just all publicity, and anytime people 
know that they can't go to a person's concert anymore, the second that they realize they can, they'll go. It's like when you know? American Idol said that they were ending and did this whole thing. Like, Motley so Crue did this, like, farewell tour. Like, you did this whole thing saying you're ending, and then you come back a year or two later. Like, yeah, it's just for publicity, I think. I just don't get it, but moving on. All right, next up, Blue Ivy won a songwriting award for co-writing Brown Skin Girl with her parents, Beyonce and Jay-Z. This song is amazing. I love it. It was my sister and I's uh, summer jam. We listened to it every day on the way to the gym. And I think she was the youngest person to ever win this award, obviously, because she's like six or nine. Yeah, I don't know how old she is. She's very young, obviously. But that's a big accomplishment. And she even sings on the song. Really? really I need to hear it. It's really cute. It's a really good song. Does it sound super auto-tuned? No, no. It sounds like a little kid singing, and it's just like at the end. But it's really cute. It's from the Lion King soundtrack. Okay, next, Brenda's song from, if you don't remember, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, Sweet Life on Deck, and Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. <laughs> she recently made a statement in, like, a Teen Vogue or some magazine thing where she said that she wasn't even allowed to audition for the role in Crazy Rich Asians. And then she said, in more or less words, they said that I wasn't Asian enough. And then there was a lot of drama. People were, like, bashing the director. And then he basically said, like... He roasted her. He basically said, like, I didn't need her. He was like, one, that's completely false. Two, I didn't need her to audition because I already know who she is. I'm a fan, but I already know what her work is. Like, he's seen her work. He doesn't need her to audition. Basically saying, we knew we didn't want you in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also offended because I wasn't asked to audition for this role. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? Give me. I thought I was perfect. So. You would have been great. Brenda Song, I totally am on your side. (laughs) All right. Next up, Chris Brown just became a dad to a second child. Uh, good luck to that kid. <laughs> it's a child with his ex-girlfriend, so they're no longer together. That's always Also, good. didn't know she was expecting. Also, didn't know he had a first, first child. Kid. I was about didn't, to say that. I didn't know no he idea. was a dad at all. And I am confused as to who would want to have a child with Chris Brown. Because I would not like to do that. Especially his son. Yeah, like I don't... It's just... Because that'll be another, like, Chris Brown. Game. Yeah. I. Mm-mm. Good luck to them. Next up, I don't know how to say her last name, but Elsa Liam Hemsworth's sister-in-law said that he deserves much better than Miley Cyrus. So she was throwing some shade. Yeah. And we definitely agree with that because Liam deserves way better than Miley. She did say something, like, if you read it in context, she did say he deserves much better because it's been really hard for him. Mm -hmm. She thinks he deserves better than what is happening to him right now. Totally. Not specifically, like bashing Miley specifically yeah there was no bashing but I do think it was a little bit of shade I do think so too because obviously family like she sucks yeah and if you look at all the comments it's so funny because it's like she's not wrong it's like (laughs) all the comments are on her side definitely Pete Davidson was on the cover of Paper Magazine trying to break the internet. He was a Ken doll. I think he's cute. Francis doesn't. I do not think he is cute at all. But then in his article, in the interview, he was talking about how, like, when people say that you're ugly, it really hurts his feelings. And so I'm not going to say he's ugly. I'm just going to say he's not my cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) I think that personality goes a really long way. I don't like him on SNL, so I also oh, don't like his personality. I like, I like his stand-up. So I think he's really, really funny and cute, like, in personality. I think he can be kind of a... He's sometimes an asshole on SNL and when he does things, but he was really nice with Ariana Grande and with, like, Kate Beckinsale. And, um, so I don't know. Oh, this one I found out today, Francis. Tyler Cameron hooking up with girl who TMZ thinks is Stassi. No way. Yeah. Do you think it's Stassi? Um, so TMZ did this thing, and it's like you only see like the back of her, but Stassi posted a photo in the same outfit. Oh my god. Like in her bathroom or something that day. So like it's. Do you, you think? Can, like, assu- like I don't know. I am. I don't know. If you had to guess, though. Maybe. If he went from Hannah Brown to Gigi to Stassi, he's going on a slippery slope there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was going to say, 
Yeah. I would definitely choose Gigi over Stassi. Oh, for sure. Stassi's trashy. But also Stassi's in Kylie Jenner's circle. Maybe he'll do a lip kit collection with her. I mean, he may just be working the system. <laughs> I don't... I, he really is working the system. Like, good for him. Yeah. But he deserves... Like, I just want him to, like, settle down. I know. Agreed. All right. Well, that was our weekly recap. We hope you guys learned a lot and are now updated on everything that's going on in the celeb world. <laughs> All right, so we just want to welcome our guest, Sam Marquise. Yeah. She's here, and she's going to talk with us on the next couple of segments. Yeah, you might recognize her. She was on our Royals episode, which was our second most listened to episode ever. (laughs) Yeah, so clearly Um, you guys like her, so we brought her back. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I can't wait. All right, so so many things have been happening on TV and movies and everything so we thought it would be good to just do a mini segment updating you on what's going on in the television world so first up obviously disney plus came out i have been watching it nonstop every single day there is a new show on it called high school musical the musical the series and two episodes are out because one episode comes out every week Mm -hmm. and sam and i watched both of them and they're good. I gotta say, I was so skeptical. Like, I really was against it. I wasn't gonna watch it because I'm like such a huge High School Musical fan. I was like, this is stupid. Like, not a single character. They worked it well. It like, is it's, really good. It's cringy, <laughs> yes, but I honestly think that part of the cringiness they did on purpose because, like, it has to be for people to be like, ha, okay. Like, I agree. If they were too serious about it, people would not like it. I agree. I think that it's the perfect amount of cringe, and I also think that they like targeted the cringe to people our age because mm-hmm. it's obviously our age people who are going to watch it because we grew up with High School Musical. I just, I think it is amazing. I think it's good. And I think that, I won't give it away for any of the listeners, but <laughs> I think that the angle that they came at the show from is just so like clever that they really, like you got to give them credit for being able to come up with that kind of idea. Yeah, I think it's really good. And I recommend everyone go and watch it. So next up, you Season two is coming out December 26th. Amazing show. Can't wait to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Season one was out a long time ago, so I'm just going to spoil it. I texted Francis this week, and I was like, (laughs) I'm still really upset that Beck died. Like, that is was a bummer. shocking. Like, I really thought she'd make it out alive. So did I. I really thought that he was going to hold her captive, and then season two would be, like, her being a captive and then escaping. Yeah. And so now it's like apparently a new girl is in season two. And it's just like annoying that the villain wins. I know. (laughs) It is. That was a real bummer. And it happened just last minute. Like, like it would have been one thing if he killed her, he got caught. Literally, he didn't get caught. Yeah. Nobody knows. Like, that is so frustrating. It was a really not satisfying ending at all. Uh, like, no, not at all. And then they have that, his ex-girlfriend who we believed was dead. Yeah. She comes she, back. She might still be dead. We don't know. But there's a, the scene at the end is um, her popping up. Yeah. So we don't know. I also, I kind of think that they might throw a curveball and Beck might still be alive. But I think that he might have faked her. Neck, right? I don't think she's alive. I know, but there's also sometimes where like you think that things are happening and then it's in his imagination, and so I don't know if that's I true. just don't know. See, I mean, that's what I think about the girl that popped up. Yeah, I think she's in his imagination. Yeah, yeah. like she might not be actually. I think alive. that he killed her, and it's like coming back to haunt him. Yeah. Oh my god, this is getting me like. It's gonna be really <laughs> interesting so to watch. Like I'm gonna have to watch it. But the preview, <laughs> like the picture, is like a different girl that he's like looking at. Yeah. So I'm like. There's another girl now. Yeah. So it's weird. So creepy. Harry Styles did SNL last week. Um, and besides this one with Will Ferrell that was last night, people said it was really, really good. Those people aren't me and um, some other people. But <laughs> I did think it was good, I will say. Did you watch all the things? Yeah. It was really funny. I thought it was really funny. And he had a seg or in his opening monologue, um, he mentioned One Direction. It really hurt me because in my mind they're still on a hiatus and they're not broken up. But he was like, I used to be in a boy band, now I'm in a man band. And then he brought up like, but I love all those guys, they're my brothers. Then he listed all their names and then he mentioned Zayn as Ringo. A lot of people were saying that he was like throwing shade and stuff and it was like a huge headline because anything with One Direction talking about one another is like a huge headline. 
I don't think it was shade. I thought it was at first, but I'm not a Directioner. And Kimmy informed me that anyone who was a true One Direction fan would know this wasn't a diss, so. Oh, Harry Styles would never. His motto is treat everyone with kindness. And he would so never cute. be mean to anyone ever. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, Frozen 2 comes out. It's already out. Francis is really excited. I will be you. seeing it this upcoming week. I just watched the first one again so that I can be well prepared. I just felt this was worth including because I am excited for it. And apparently it's really good because with sequels, it's always like up in the air on if it'll be good or not. But apparently this one's really good and the songs are really good. So See, I'm going to wait a long, long time like I did with the first Frozen because I don't want to hop on the like. Yeah. That's that's me. I just saw the first Frozen for the first time this summer. Oh, really? I had never seen it, never listened to any of the songs, and then I saw it this summer and was like, okay, it's really good. Like, like, I liked it. Yeah, so I want to like wait because you know when like everyone was singing Let It Go? Totally. I refused to watch it because of that. Like, everyone was just like, it was just everyone was on it 24-7. I just don't like, I don't want to be in that crowd right now. I do like the music, but... Totally. Next up, the Victoria's Secret fashion show has been officially canceled. I think there were rumors going around earlier this season, but... Yeah, like everyone knew it was canceled. Yeah, but they have officially come out and said that they're still going to be, quote, communicating with customers, but they're not going to be doing the fashion show. What do you guys think about this? I'm sad. I get it. Like, I get the whole, they need to fix their brand. Their image, like, isn't really good with the whole, like body positivity thing going around these days but like I just really liked it I love the fantasy bra I love like the performers with them like I just think that it's fun sure it's not a great message but I just like it still I I completely agree (laughs) I think that I'm like super upset because I really, really like, like, the Victoria's Secret fashion show, even though it always made me feel horrible about myself (laughs) I loved it like it was so much fun and like a lot of these models, like, their goal is to be a Victoria's Secret angel one day. And I love that, that like, you have, like, this, like, thing of success like the where you're, like, I made it. Like, yeah. Adriana Lima, like, all them, like... Yeah, Candace Swanpole, yeah. Miranda Kerr, Tyra Banks, like, all these people who, like, work so hard and, like, this is what they work for. I know in this day and age, like, it's harder to have one certain type of girl be in this type of like industry or whatever or like show but I just really liked it I think Victoria's Secret has always marketed like this fantasy so I don't I like completely understand their stance and stuff yeah I understand their stance as well I do think that maybe if they included like one or two or three or four like quote-unquote normal-sized people no one would be boycotting the show but I also am really annoyed with the whole body positivity movement because to me it's no longer body positive because they're it's shaming like people who are shaming. It's just skinny shaming and it's people who are in shape shaming. And it's mostly, in my opinion, I'm not saying this is how it is, but this is just my opinion. I think that it's like a fat acceptance movement instead of body positivity where it's like we should all accept people who are fat and overweight. And I mean, it's like taboo to say fat. It's taboo to say obese. But like I, if you're a certain size, it isn't healthy. And to me, it's like... I totally agree. Yeah, to me, it's like, I don't have to say that you are healthy when you are clearly, like, morbidly obese. And to me, that's where the body positivity movement is going. It's in this, like, very extreme direction. And I don't really see anything wrong with the Victoria's Secret fashion show. These girls, like, worked their butt off. Yeah. Like, working yeah. out. And it's a show. It's it, To me, it's almost like... Where's the, like, bad singers positivity movement? Like, why do we have the Grammys? Like, why do we have the AMAs and watch people who are good singers perform? Like, these people, they work hard. They have the, like, quote-unquote ideal model body. And, and there's also performers. And they are so fit. Like, especially the last couple, like, runway shows or whatever, they would have segments of them, like, working, working out. Yeah, they're like, strong. It wasn't just, like, skinny anorexic anymore. Like, Adriana Lima ripped oh she's a badass yeah i would never look at her and be like oh she's so unhealthy she's so skinny i'd be like shoot how do i work out with the majority of them i would never say that like maybe a couple of them i'm like okay you're a little on the like too skinny side 
But I mean, it's also just how some of their bodies are. Yeah, like, they're we, like 5'10", 5'11". We are sitting here like, with someone who is 5'11 and has the body of a Victoria's Secret model. Like, it is. Yeah, literally. I mean, like, I would never be like, excuse me, Sam, you're too skinny and fit, and also your body is too perfect. Can so you please, not walk around? Like, yeah, like, literally just like being yeah. in a box. Can you stop doing your job offensive. of looking amazing? Like, okay, it doesn't make up, any sense. <laughs> but, but I just don't, like, But I also me, think yeah. there's, like, not... Like, yeah, not all of them are, like, all for skinny. Like, I was talking about this with one of my friends, like, Barbara Palvin, who's Dylan Sprouse's girlfriend. Yeah. She's very normal looking. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's not, like, you know, super Kendall Jenner skinny, but Kendall Jenner is also, like, like that. Like, that's how her body's always been. A lot of them, been. that's how yeah, they've like always Jenner, been. You look at her when she's little, she was just as yeah. skinny. It's not like she lost, like, And if you pounds. if you look at Caitlyn Jenner, she has the same body type because, like, she's very tall. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bruce Jenner was very also, tall, I very skinny. Also, I think Gigi Hadid is normal looking, too. Totally. Yeah. When she's oh, yeah. walking around in New York, like, I think she's just yeah. a normal looking Like, girl. I, and also, like, I even, like, the term anorexic, like, you don't have to be really, really skinny to have an eating disorder. And so sure. when you... Like, when people say, oh, like, all Victoria's Secret models are anorexic, like, I think it's discounting people who are normal-sized or who are overweight who do have eating disorders, and I think that maybe we should just let everyone be cool with their body all the time. Like, be healthy, obviously, but I don't need to, like, I just hate the whole body positivity movement shaming skinny people. It's, like, very frustrating to me, and I feel like that is what that's the reason that they cancel the show is because and it's so annoying with, like cancel when... culture yeah, yeah I can't. I people are people culture. people are literally saying like boycott victoria's secret like i went and threw out my bras from them i'm never buying from them again like why just because yeah. people who are skinny wear their clothes like they have sizes to fit people with larger busts literally and all that. Like, yeah i don't i don't understand i don't understand either and i will always like the victoria's secret and I will always stand next to the photos by the village. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we have a little breaking news segment because this just came out last night and it's a pretty big deal. So there is a cheating scandal with Justin Timberlake. There is a video and pictures of him being very inebriated with his female co-stars for something that he's working on right now. And in the video, you can see him, like, holding hands with one of the women and, like, putting his hands on one of their waist and leaving with them. And they put one of their hands on his leg. And it just looks pretty incriminating. But we have different opinions on it. So, Kimmy, why don't you tell us what you think? Um, After talking with some of my Scrubbing In sisters from the Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad podcast. You can't advertise another podcast on our podcast. Sorry. Sorry. Those are... (laughs) conflict of interest (laughs) it's my favorite podcast i'm all for modern women standing up for each other anyway after talking with my other scrubbing in sisters i listened to other people's opinions rewatched the video and stuff and one i think it's like safe to say he was completely like obviously like i talked about this with samantha earlier but um being drunk is not urge high or whatever it's not an excuse to cheat or be you know be unfaithful but in the video, you can tell he's completely wasted or just really high. Totally. Um, and was kind of like, just like, even though he was sitting, was kind of like all over the place. Definitely incoherent. 100%. Right. And so like, I don't know if he knew like what was going on all the time. And so like their hands were like touching. It was never more than like a one sec. It was never like a firm like handhold in my opinion. And it looked like he was about to fall when they were walking and so a lot of people were just saying like that she was really just trying to help him i so like next steps what do i think is gonna happen um his rep has already said that they are just friends they're co-stars it was a coast it was a i forgot what the thing is called whatever they're in but it was a party for everyone everyone left together i don't think anything more than that happened like i really really don't um and I don't think that they are going to break up. I think it's really hard to be cheated on. I think it's even harder to even, like, speculate of being cheated on. I think it's even harder in the, like, with the whole world, like, speculating on what's going on in your marriage. So, don't really know what Jessica Biel is thinking, but I feel for her. Yeah. Sam, what do you think? I honestly don't know that much about it. I haven't seen the video, but I have seen the pictures, and the pictures don't look good. The pictures are incriminating. I'm not saying, like, oh, like, break up with him, like, right away, but, like, I definitely think that 
it should lead to some kind of conversation between them. Oh, for sure. We don't know what happened before and after the video and stuff, but it doesn't look great. Yeah. It definitely was. I mean, he wasn't making out with her. There was no kissing. There was no, like, groping or anything. Yeah. However, if it was my boyfriend or husband in a video, like, interacting with a female co-star in that way, it would not be okay with me at all. Like, that would be... I'm not saying I would, like necessarily break up over that but it definitely would not be okay in any way like it was in my opinion it was cheating even if he wasn't aware of it because of the weird touching that happened like I don't know if I would necessarily call it cheating in my opinion um because I say like you know if someone cheats it's like yeah it's over right but I don't think I would end it over that yeah I feel like it's micro-cheating. And I yeah. don't think that they will break up. I feel like it's a red flag. I think it's a re- I think it's definitely, like, we need to talk. Because especially when, like, the whole world is talking about it and you're like, do we release a statement? Do we do this? Do we do that? Yeah. yeah. Um, especially being, like, that drunk. Like, he was, like, completely gone in yeah. the video. Yeah, and you I think especially tell. when you have kids, it's yeah. this, like, huge thing. Like, one, I wouldn't want my husband drinking that much um, when he has children. Yeah. But, like... It's it's we it's a weird situation. Obviously, things in that industry are like different. People have been saying that they have had an open relationship for years. I don't know if that's true. There are other people who are saying they have a huge prenup clause where if he cheats, just him, she gets this huge portion of his money. I definitely, just in my opinion, I could not see them having an open relationship. Just from the things I've heard about them and how long they've been together and stuff, I just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. People are saying, like, before her, he was, like, a major F-boy with, like, yeah. Britney Spears and, like, all these I mean, I believe girls. that. I believe so, that, like, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't know how it works in Hollywood. I don't either. I think just think open relationships are weird, so I always like to assume that people aren't in them because I find them strange. Oh, they're so weird. But I don't know. Definitely a red flag, and we're going to put a poll up on our Instagram at Who Are We To Judge podcast. And we can have y'all vote to see if you think the situation was considered cheating or not. And if you think that they'll break up. Because I want to know. Yeah. So let us know. All right. Now it's time for a segment talking about the Grammy nominations, which recently came out. We're only going to go over four categories, but in our opinion, they're the biggest categories to win. So we can start off with record of the year. So I'm just gonna list the people who've been nominated and then we can each go around and say who we want to win. So first off, there's Hey Ma by Bon Iver, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, Hard Place by H-E-R, Talk by Khalid, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X and Billy Ray, and Truth Hurts by Lizzo, and then Sunflower by Post Malone. What do we think? Honestly, I don't know if I love any of these songs. A lot of them I feel like, yeah, they're fun songs to listen to in the car, but I wouldn't give an award to them. So I don't really know which one I pick. Maybe, I don't know. Personally, I want Truth Hurts by Lizzo to win because I think that song is just a banger and I think it has been for a long time. And I know it's a little overplayed now, but I still think it's good. But I feel like Old Town Road might win just because... I feel like that was like the song of the year so i hate that song um did you hate it when it first came out though oh yeah really i never i (laughs) I never like played it in my car to listen okay i did (laughs) like i like um i would hear it on the radio i like billy ray cyrus's part once my dad sang it while he was trying to fix my car and it ruined (laughs) so i don't want that one Um, i feel like it will though like i don't want it to win either i want lizzo to win i feel like truth hurts would be like fun to win you know like it's kind of different i think so too you think truth hurts will win yeah i I want truth hurts to win i don't know what the grammy people think i know i don't know either i thought this was an interesting selection for record of the year anyway and so i don't know yeah all right next up category is album of the year there is i i i think or one one i wasn't sure what it was (laughs) by boney bear Norman Effing Rockwell by Lana Del Rey, When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish, Thank You Next by Ariana Grande, I Used to Know Her by H.E.R., Seven by Lil Nas X, Cause I Love You by Lizzo, and Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. So what do we think? What do you think? 
well, I want Norman Rockwell to win because I think that is like one of Lana's greatest albums and I love almost every single song on it. But I don't, I can't see Lana Del Rey winning. I don't think Lana Del Rey will win. Um, personally, and this took a lot to think about because, yeah, it's just a lot for me to think about, but because of the whole thing and I was very anti Ariana Grande but I think Thank You Next is a really great album um I think there's a lot of like emotion like a lot of it's just like real like raw emotion and um about like what she's been through over the past year and she made it super fast like we're talking like Mac Miller death to like a couple months after because Thank You Next was made right after Pete Davidson yeah and that happened within weeks the music video like everything and so this album is a great album but it also didn't most albums take a couple years to make she released Sweetener last year in the fall or like end of summer and then like Thank You Next was made literally within a couple months and it's a great album yeah so I think the amount of like artistry she has and like creativity is like insane what do you think Sam I agree with Kimmy I think it has the most like hits on the album too like that most people would know and like Kimmy said she made it so fast like you can't just like overlook like the quality of it with the time that it took her to make it totally impressive um Lil Nas I know one song like he has I know he has Panini yeah I know two songs but I (laughs) I that one is definitely out of my opinion I don't think that an album by Lizzo will win just because she's known for her individual songs yeah like three Vampire Weekend and Bon Iver too niche yeah. to win overall. I think Bon Iver could win. Really? Yeah. I haven't listened to the album, but I also am not a Bon Iver fan. I think Ariana Grande is also like, like it's time for her to win one. Like, um, I yeah. think it's gonna happen. I know Billie Eilish got like the most nominations for anyone her age, but yeah. I, I, I just don't like her. I don't, I don't like her. I don't like her or her songs, and so I'm gonna be yeah. really surprised if she wins anything. I like. I don't. Maybe, I guess, I but maybe she'll so win something because of her age. Yeah, I just don't like. I don't. Everybody I haven't listened to her, her album. They hate her, so I feel like there's. I don't. I don't know that much yeah. about how they pick, but it I seems don't know like how they do either. People yeah, same. discuss, and so it's gonna be no like middle ground like that could be swayed. Yeah. yeah, I don't like her, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just went to an Ariana Grande themed cycling class, <laughs> and I was anti Ariana Grande before it, and then. While I was cycling, I was like, wait, all these songs are actually good. And so I could see her winning as well. But I still will always pull for Lana Del Rey because I loved that album. All right, next up is Song of the Year. I have no idea how this differs from Record of the Year, but somehow it does. (laughs) So the nominees are Always Remember Us This Way by Lady Gaga, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Bring My Flowers Now by Tanya Tucker, Hard Place by H.E.R., Lover by Taylor Swift, Norman Effing Rockwell by Lana Del Rey, Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi and Truth Hurts by Lizzo. That's so hard. I love Always Remember Us This Way. I literally listen to it in the car every day and cried for like months. I like <laughs> it gets me so emotional. I'm gonna cry just thinking about it. But um F Taylor Swift, sorry. Um Lover won't win. Or I hope it doesn't win. I don't think it will I win. Think it will. It's a good song. I do like it. I I'm surprised she didn't get more nominees because I did think her album was really good as a whole. Like, I was kind of surprised she didn't get nominated for, like, Album of the Year or anything. But I think she would have had a better chance winning that versus just for Lover. Like, I don't... don't Yeah, Lover's a good song. It's just not the best. Someone You Loved is a really good song. I actually haven't heard it. Oh, I I love it. I like that song. Um, and then also, like, Truth Hurts is obviously a really good song. Um, Bad Guy, a lot of people like. I like it, too, the JB remix, but, um, <laughs> it's not, like, my favorite. I don't like it, but I do think it'll be between Billy and Lizzo. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, just because I think those are two of the, like, most popular songs. And popular for, like, a long period of time, too. Yeah. Like, both of them have Like, been. all summer, into the fall. Yeah. yeah. The Even thing... The before summer. Yeah, the thing with Lizzo is she was really pissed off that people, because no, like, she had these songs since 2017. Mm-hmm. They didn't become popular until 2019. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's been out for a year, and people just started listening to it this year. Yeah. I don't know why. I forgot what the reasoning was. Like, maybe they just started playing it on the radio or something. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. But for this year, it was really, really popular. I don't know, like, 
If she'll win both Record of the Year and Song of the Year. I think she'd win one of them, not both. Especially not for the same song. Right. I don't, yeah. But I really want her to win one. I really like her. Yeah, I think she might win Record of the Year and then Billie Eilish might win Song of the Year for Bad Guy. Mm -hmm. But we shall see. All right, the next category we're going to talk about is Best New Artist. And the nominees are Black Pumas, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, Tank and the Bangas, and Yola. I have not heard of half of them. (laughs) I think it's easily Lizzo. I don't know. I think it'll be between Lizzo and Billie Eilish. I'm hoping it will be Lizzo. I really do not like Billie Eilish, so I would not like her to win in this category. I think it'll be Lizzo because, like, in the amount of time that Lizzo's been popular, aka, like, eight months, um... She's, like, been asked to do so many award shows. Like, people wanted her for the Super Bowl. Like, these few songs that make people so happy, they're, like, making, like, the most impact. And she's, like, people are tweeting at her. Yeah. She's, like, it's kind of, like, all of a sudden when you hear, like, Remember when like Megan Trainer was first becoming famous, Hell and yeah. then she was like, <laughs> about that base. she was about like that everywhere base. for like yeah. a year yeah. or something. Same with Charlie Puth, he was just everywhere. Like after um, the Fast and Furious song with um, whatever yeah, rapper that was, yeah, yeah. he was like everywhere. He like him and Megan Trainer were just like on this like iHeartRadio like tour. <laughs> yeah. Like so when people are like. And usually those people win Best New Artist, the people who are, like, literally in your face yeah. every day for a year. And I yeah. think that was Lizzo. At first I thought that Lil Nas X might win in that category. But the thing is, is that he really only has one and a half songs that people know. Like, I don't think everyone even knows Panini. And he doesn't and so, do things. Yeah, like, like Lizzo, has, Lizzo has been, like, doing shows, like, because doing music festivals. Because when you festivals. want someone to do a music festival or do a performance, you want, more than, you want yeah. them to perform more than one song. And that's song. the thing, like, Truth Hurts is obviously Lizzo's biggest song, but I know a lot of yeah. her music, and it's all really good. Yeah. And she's a great performer as well. She's a really great performer, and she's just, like, out there. Like, she's hanging out with a lot of celebrities nowadays. Like, um, people are always, like, always, like, Instagramming with her, tweeting at her. Like, she's making her way into Hollywood. Yeah. Um, in such a short amount of time. And I don't think Lil Nas or Billie Eilish did it in that way. Yeah, definitely not. All right, now it's time for a game. We're going to do half would-you-rathers and half deal-breakers. So we're going to be talking about some things that we would not like with our significant others. All right, so to start off with the deal-breakers, the person you're dating constantly wants excessive PDA. Deal-breaker or Deal-breaker, no? absolutely. <laughs> No PDA. I hate it. I would never do that. Absolutely. 100%. Can I guess Francis's answer? Yeah. It's going to be a no. It's no. Francis. I love PDA. <laughs> I knew I that. Like, I don't... I, I understand when to not do it, though, because it is awkward. Like, if it's me, my boyfriend hanging out with the two of you, and then we're, like, super... You know, like... I feel like high school, it's, like... You people feel like they have to do PDA to like prove that they're really dating. No, I did not hold my boyfriend's hand at school. I, <laughs> he tried to kiss me in the parking lot after school. I said no. And I okay, one time I went on a double date to the rodeo to a concert to the rodeo, and we were in like a suite watching the performance. So there's like a couch in the suite, and there's other people there because it was like it was the other boyfriend's like parents' work thing. And they are, like, she is straddling him on the couch while there are other grown-ups there. And then in the car ride back, they lay fully horizontal in the back seat of the car while we're driving home, like, full-on making out. And then we go inside, and they were like, do y'all want to keep hanging out? And we were like, hell no. Like, it was so (laughs) awkward. So what is PDA to you? Like, Like, to me, like, holding hands is not PDA. Like, putting arm around each other is not PDA. To me... I think there's a time and a place for even, like, a cheek kiss. Like, sometimes, depending on the situation, that can be too much. But to me, it's, like, full-on making out is, like, too much PDA in my book. For me, it's a deal-breaker. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a deal-breaker if it's a deal-breaker for him. So it's, like, if he needs excessive PDA, mm-hmm. then that's a deal-breaker. Like, if it can't be compromised. But I don't, like, actually like kissing in public, like like, all the time. Well, like, to the point where people can, like, see you. Yeah. Um, and you know people can see you and are watching you. If it's just, like, somewhere where you're, like, 
minding your own like everyone minds their own business you know then like whatever but if you're doing it to the point where like you know that like people Mm -hmm. would be seeing you and watching you to me i think it depends on like the reason why you're doing it like if a boy feels like he needs to make out with me in public so that everyone knows that i'm dating him like to me that's like weird and kind of like possessive and remember were you guys with us like on the tube yes they were like yeah. Up against the window. Yeah, like, there's no need for that. Like, I, I think it's different, but, like, let's say, like, I am doing long distance, and I haven't seen my boyfriend in a really long time, right. and, like, and we're at dinner, at and we're... Yeah, or like, something. to me, it's, like, it, it all depends. It's like, a, yeah, I think it, PDA, like, in general, just depends. I don't, I also don't think hand-holding is, like, a big deal. Yeah. Um, but excessive PDA, like, making out, if it's straddling... it's more than one kiss... That right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you won't do hand holding. Okay, so. I, will, I will just hand down, but still. Whoa. I know big steps. Big steps. <laughs> All right, next up. The person you're dating isn't funny. Deal breaker or no? Deal breaker. Really? Yeah, that'd be so boring. Is Jackson funny? I want to hear his jokes. <laughs> okay, but I think there's a difference between being funny and having a sense of humor. Right, that's, that's true. true. So, because, like, for me personally, she doesn't I, want someone I funnier than her. I dated someone who, it, every time I said a joke, it was a competition to if he could say something that was funnier. Mm-hmm. And that's just annoying. Like, so what I want in my next relationship is someone who thinks that I am funnier. That's true. But laughs at my jokes, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want someone who can never laugh at anything, but I don't need someone who thinks they're a comedian. See, I think that I'm funny, but I don't think that I'm as funny as you. So, like, if I was as funny as you, then I wouldn't need someone else funny in the relationship. But wow. I need someone a little bit funny <laughs> for when I'm, like, in a bad mood and I don't want to be funny. And then I'm like, okay, I need something funny in my life, but, like, I'm yeah. not going to be that. To me, I think that someone with, like, a good sense of humor That's could be true. helpful in that situation versus someone who's like, so would I'm you... cracking jokes about every little thing. Like, yeah. that's annoying Would to you me. mind that's dating funny. someone who was funnier than you? I have done it before. And so I guess I would do it again. Like, but I also think that I would need to date someone who is respectful of right, like, me being funny as well. So as yeah. long as like... To where it's not a competition, yeah. then yeah. Totally. Okay. So I guess it's not a deal breaker, but preference that <laughs> they would be less funny than me. Um, what about you, Kimmy? Sense of humor to me and like funny, being funny, like I've had crushes on guys who like weren't very cute or like were losers but they were literally the most funny person mm-hmm. like the most hilarious people like I think sense of humor is like super important totally mm-hmm. I used to think being funny was a deal breaker but then I started dating my current boyfriend so. <laughs> <laughs> roasted <laughs> I wanted him to hear that <laughs> all right next up the person you're dating lives with their mother deal breaker or no that totally depends on age yeah I think it's a well let's say okay what what's a normal age because I like a lot of I know a lot like, of like let's say who, you're thirty and they're thirty. Okay, then yes, yes. But there's a lot of people who go to home after college. Totally. To yeah. Save like I probably will do that to save up money. Same. Or um, <laughs> like tw- after twenty five. Yeah. Um, I would say weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I agree too. But I think it also depends on the context. Like, I don't know. It totally. They have depends. like an older mom and like they have to take care of. They her. have to take care of her or like. See, nope. Sorry. It's just easier if they're not like best buddies like if it's just like oh like i'm here to take care of i have a friend i have a friend whose older brother like travels the world like he goes from like australia to like the uk or whatever and so he'll come home for like months at a time so like stay with like their mom for three months so that he doesn't have to pay rent i I mean i do think there's certain circumstances when it's understandable but just speaking from experience when someone is not looking for a job doesn't have a job lives with their mom their mom makes their food their mom cleans their room I know, but that's what, like, to me, that circumstance isn't okay with me because then it's, like, you're just pretending you're in high school again. Yeah, Like, right. even when I'm, like, because I've been talking about, I might have to move back home to save up money before I do anything or if I don't get a job. My mom is, like, okay, but the rules will be different. It's not going to be, like, when you're in high school. Like, you're going to have to act like a roommate versus, like, I'm not going to be, like, cleaning your room and making you all these meals if you're, like, you know, yeah. 23. Yeah. So I think it just depends. So I guess not a deal breaker for See, any of us. See, my mom's a bored mom, so she would just do those things anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like if she like walked in my room and she was it was dirty, she would wait till I go to work and then start cleaning it. See, my mom wouldn't even do that in high school, so I oh, yeah, she, no, me either. My mom always does that. <laughs> my mom's right. like, I'm not going near your room. All right, I guess that's not a deal breaker for any of us. All right, yeah. Next up, 
the person you're dating lives in a van. Deal breaker? Deal breaker, that's disgusting. Absolute deal breaker. We already know Francis' answer. I want to live in a van, <laughs> but only for like a year. Like, I don't want to be like, now this is where I live forever, but I want to live in a van and Just go see every national shower. park. What if it's yes. a really... I want to have a fancy van a that really, has like a bed okay, and a shower yeah. and a kitchen and stuff. Well, what about a crappy van? Well, I think it depends. Like, if they're like, this is short term because I really want to see the country before I do this... Like, See, you know, I had to go to the bathroom in an RV this weekend. Whoa, you were in an RV? So oh my god, I was at a tailgate and they mm. just like had it. And I had to use the bathroom, and it took me so long to like try to figure out how to flush the toilet and get all these like weird little things to work. Like, I, I can't yeah. do that every day. Like, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna hold it till I get to the I could do it, but short term. Like, it, it's not like I would like to do that forever, obviously. If he lives in a van and he doesn't see himself moving into a luxury apartment That's in the different. near future. That's different. I also think that, like, <laughs> living in a van means, like, he's not really ready to commit to anything if he can't right. commit Mitchell to a lease. <laughs> so, like, should you be dating him? Exactly. That is true. All right, so deal breakers for the two of them, not a deal breaker for me. <laughs> but I understand where they're coming from. All right. This one is for me and Sam. The person you're dating only wears flip-flops. Deal breaker. Absolutely deal breaker. Absolute deal breaker. Flip-flops I'm sorry. Only worst. wears flip-flops? Only, only wears flip-flops. Exclusively flip-flops. With any any outfit. You're going out for a fancy five-star Oh, I, should, I, I, literally, okay. I literally shudder sitting here thinking about it. Then yes, that's a deal breaker. I can't deal with any open-toed but shoes on men. I can't. At the beach. No. Uh-uh. Suck it up. Not at the I beach. Not at the beach, you're supposed to wear like Sperry's or yes. something. You know what I mean? Like like some slip in shoe. Like yeah. That. Like I don't care. Do not why? wear Why? I, I, I feel like at the hate. beach I'd be okay with I think it. Men's no. Feet are disgusting they are and so their bad. Toes are gross and <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I just think nope. are disgusting. Can't do Men's it. Men's feet are disgusting, but a lot more of them are getting pedicures. That so, is still bad to me. That bad. like no. <laughs> I liked this boy in high school, and then I w- saw him walking into school one day, and I was talking to him, and I looked down at his feet, and he was wearing. First off, his jeans were like um, no. all messy jeans around and the flip flops. Yeah, and then flip flops, and oh, in that I, I instant, cringe. I kid you not, I lost any feelings that I'd ever had for him. Jeans and flip flops like is the worst. It was the worst thing ever, oh. and they were like messy jeans too. I was like, you look homeless. Oh God, I can't. All right. The person you're dating doesn't get along with your friends. Deal breaker or no? Depends. I think it depends on your friend. If it's a long... Like, if my boyfriend didn't like my long-term friend that, like, I know I'm going to be best friends with forever, that would be a deal breaker for me. But if he doesn't like, like, my casual friends that, like, maybe I see every other week, but, like, I know, like, if I moved, I probably wouldn't stay in touch... I wouldn't really care. Are you talking about me and Jackson? No, I'm because not I'm talking about you and Jackson. <laughs> there, I think there's a difference between not liking, like, yeah, totally, and then a, and then like not respecting a friendship. Yeah, definitely. So like That's true. like hating it and like getting mad when you hang out with this person or like. Getting stuff like jealous, that. It really bothers me. When yeah. Jealous of a friend. Like, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. So I think it just depends. Like I think as you get older, because right now we're in college, and so like you know you wouldn't see your boyfriend all the time and you can have different mm-hmm. friends or whatever but when you're like older and you kind of have to split up that time and yeah. you can't hang out and then you like literally can't feel like you can't hang out with each other in the same room or something then that's kind of like weird yeah totally I do think it depends although like if I'm dating someone and I don't like any of their friends I think that's a reflection on my boyfriend yeah, I think that's a- and I think it depends on like do I are we just have different interests or do I not like them as a person because this is yeah I think it depends like because I um don't like a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of people and a lot of qualities of people that I don't like if you're wearing cargo shorts I don't like you so it's like (laughs) but you're okay with flip-flops flip-flops when you're going to the beach I still can't I'm sorry cargo shorts at the beach no. no. Cargo shorts are never. Yeah. <laughs> I also agree never. Yeah. So it's like, if it depends, like, if I'm not liking you because you're, you know, in me and Francis's terms a 2 8 winner or, like, just a loser, or if you're, like, genuinely not a good person that I don't totally. respect. Totally. Yeah. So I guess just not getting along with your friends is not a deal breaker then. No, I yeah. don't think so. All right. Glad we're on the same page. All right. Ooh. 
the person you're dating doesn't want kids. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Also deal breaker. That is why so many people get divorced. So many people, they think that they can change them. Yeah. Once that you get married, they think that you can convince your husband or your wife or whatever to start having kids. And obviously, like, And I think that even if you do start having kids, and then, like, kids aren't perfect. There could be resentment. There could be resentment. Because totally. that person's like, well, I didn't even want this. Yeah. God, that would be so terrible. I know. Oh, my gosh. Like, not only is it hurting your relationship, but it's hurting that child. Totally. Like, so, yeah. for sure, deal breaker. Definitely deal breaker. All right. The person you're dating is a bad kisser. Not a deal breaker. I think they can learn. That's See, what I think, anything, too. Exactly. Anything that you can, like, actually Tweak. get better at and, like, communicate, yeah. then it's not a deal breaker. I have been, out of all of the people I've kissed... The majority of them, I've been their first kiss. Heartbreak. Okay. I, I, I have type, <laughs> and so they're always not good when you start off. I mean, no one is, and so it right. just takes a little bit. And it really, to me, like kissing is something you can learn to do very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and you can like communicate. Kind totally. Of awkward, but when if you're like dating. Totally. Then... Totally. All right. The person you're dating's main form of exercise is rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's a deal breaker. I think it's kind of weird. How I don't think it's a deal breaker. I don't think I don't think it's. I think okay. you could have good legs, honestly. The context yeah. of this question is really he's perfect in every way, but he rollerblades and like picture like the most public place in your life, where like any of your friends, casual acquaintances. Workplace associates. Like, what if someone rollerbladed to class? If My someone rollerbladed to class, that would be weird, and people would be like, "Oh, you're See, dating t- the to rollerblading me, boy." To me, someone skate skateboarding to class <laughs> is a deal breaker. I just don't like oh, skaters at no, all, no. and so rollerblading, I have no idea how it would feel. I've seen people on segways, bikes, skateboards. I haven't well, seen anyone rollerblade. Let's say we're like, let's say That's we're like twenty six, twenty seven. Like, we're not in college anymore, and they like are the perfect man. So they have like the perfect job. They make a lot of money. They're really attractive. They're really sweet, very kind, respectful, whatever. But the, their main form of exercise is rollerblading. That wouldn't be a deal breaker. That for wouldn't me. be a deal breaker. My <laughs> friends would honestly think it's really funny that they see. Him I would. Around. I think rollerblading no, is right. fun. Like I would go rollerblading with them. I wouldn't because I'd be like afraid I'd fall or something. <laughs> I wouldn't either. But I guess I can see where if he's everything else, it wouldn't be a complete. Deal it's just like it a would funny be weird. thing. You'd have to get over it, I think. Yeah. All right, now we're going to do some would you rathers. Okay. I'm glad that we have similar deal breakers. <laughs> would you rather date someone who has to Insta story their food before every date or someone who has to live tweet every day? <laughs> when I read this, when I read this, I felt a little attacked <laughs> because I do Insta story a lot of my food. Kimmy's a live tweeter. <laughs> She's live tweeting this right now. <laughs> I Insta story a lot of my food. I have my own food story thing on my Instagram page. I just saw that yesterday. So I, I really you. like, I'm like a huge foodie. I really like food. I probably wouldn't do it on a date date, like when we're just starting out dating. In the beginning, like on a first date never weird. no that's weird but i would rather have them just insta story their food once than keep continuously oh yeah no 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 and be like hold on let me what did you Especially, say exactly <laughs> exactly that, that is weird. so weird yeah it's a privacy thing yeah, yeah definitely insta story because i do that too sometimes so yeah and you're i do too but also every meal I, yeah. I guess I like um this is like maybe sexist, but girl, like if a guy was Instagram storying everything, I'd feel a little weirder about I it. I think it depends, yeah. but also like food god. He swears he's not gay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um. All right, next up. Would you rather date someone who has never brushed his teeth or never put on deodorant? I'd rather date someone with no deodorant because I could spray like cologne on him and I could make myself smell so good and strong that you don't smell him. And you couldn't be like, I don't like cuddling. To me, someone who doesn't put deodorant on still showers. Yeah. So there's still That's some true. level of hygiene versus never brushing your teeth. That's disgusting. I, I cannot fall asleep if that I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed. Their teeth are probably rotting. They have uh-uh. cavities. Yeah, no way. Mm-hmm. They're disgusting. Nope. Yeah. I agree. I would definitely go for never put on deodorant. But if it was a choice, it'd be neither. <laughs> Same. <laughs> would you rather date someone who's unnaturally hairy or unnaturally hairless? 
Unnaturally hairy. Unnaturally hairy. Same. Hairless, like... That also means their head is bald, and I couldn't date someone with a bald head. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I could. I think there's handsome people who are bald. However, to me, if you are unnaturally hairy you got to take measures to tame the beast. Yeah. Like, you can't just let it grow wild because on your back could. all that you want. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Because it could, like, you lead to, like, waxed. bad hygiene. And it, yeah, it's gross. It makes you smell way faster. Right. I just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unnaturally hairless, I feel like, takes away all the masculinity. I agree. So it's just weird. Yeah. All right. Last one. <laughs> Thank you to Kimmy for this one. Would you rather date an aspiring musician or a shift manager at Best Buy? <laughs> That's so hard. I really don't know. I really don't know. I think I would choose the shift manager at a Best Buy because I feel like aspiring musicians would be so like, yeah, like I'm going to make it one day and they'd be like super into it. And yeah. Like, I'd be like, okay, shut up. It's I don't basically care. like. But the Best Buy worker probably is embarrassed, doesn't want to talk about it, so you don't have to think about it. This is it. so mean. It's probably like, it's kind of like, are you going to play it safe with a guy who makes. $25,000 a year or take a risk with an aspiring musician who might make it but probably, probably won't. won't so it's like to me it depends is the aspiring musician like does he have another day job that makes money yeah, and he does this on the day? side Here, I actually know someone who's an aspiring musician who moved to Nashville he was a substitute teacher on the side Ooh. so also no money but his gigs weren't really making money either like any money. Yeah. Because when you're an aspiring musician, first you have to like it's just get so your hard. voice out there yeah. instead of getting paid. Also, like yeah. so many people have quote unquote good voices. Like, right. how do you make yourself stand out? It's the chances very of someone hard. making it as an aspiring musician are very, very slim. Yeah, I think I'd have to go with the Best Buy manager for stability purposes. And that's at least a, a resume line. Like, you could yeah. maybe get hired to another job if you put aspiring musician people. You'd be like, no. Kimmy. It's really hard. <laughs> if he has the voice of like John Lennon and writes me really cute songs. I hate, I do not like when people write yeah, music, same. sing to me. I hate all of that. Me, yeah. So. I think it's so cute. Okay, so you're going with the musician? I don't know. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that was our segment. We hope you enjoyed the game. Let us know what you think on these choices. Some of them are pretty difficult. Thanks for listening to yeah. this episode. Catch us next week with our Thanksgiving episode where me and Francis will be filming all the way in Houston, Texas. Yep. And we're going to have a special guest, my sister, Ellery Wheeler. So that should be interesting. She has a very unique voice that we can hear on the podcast. So we're really excited. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you next week. See you next week.